Welcome to CareCast, CareNet's podcast on family, faith, and life with Roland Warren, CareNet's President and CEO, and Vincent DeCaro, CareNet's Chief Outreach Officer. CareCast and more pro-abundant life commentary from CareNet can be found at care-net.org, where you can watch videos, download eBooks, and subscribe to the Abundant Life blog. Now let's listen in on what Roland and Vince have for us this week on CareCast. So Roland, there was recently uh, PBS's Frontline aired a documentary about mm-hmm. abortion, and it was essentially a follow-up or you know a sequel in a sense to uh, to a documentary they did about abortion 30 years ago. It was the same filmmaker that, that mm-hmm. created this one, mm-hmm. and the idea was to kind of see how things have changed or not changed around the abortion debate and the abortion issue uh, in the country in those 30 years. Um, and there was a couple of you know we had a couple of observations about about it. Um, just in terms of you know the the, the reasoning that the, the women in the film gave for for having their abortions, mm-hmm. um, and I think the thing that really stood out, and this is something that you and I are you know, and we've written about and observed this before, is that people are no longer arguing that I had an abortion because this was just a clump of cells in my body. It's it's not a human life, so having an abortion really isn't a big deal, right? right. Um, but instead, the argument has really shifted in the last couple of years to we know it's a life. It's absolutely a life, um, but it's a life worth sacrificing, mm-hmm. and so therefore abortion is justified uh, because you know I have I have the choice I have the I can, I'm the one that can determine whether or not this life is you know right worth bringing into the world or worth worth sacrificing, right. and so um, just just a you know, a seismic yeah. shift really yeah. if you think about it in terms of what the what the rationale is for abortion. And I think, you know, really the real interesting thing about that is that it hasn't really necessarily changed the percentage. So the, the fact that we now know that these are lives that are being right. aborted hasn't necessarily changed public opinion about whether or not it should be legal or right. how many people identify as pro-life or pro-choice. Those numbers have remained pr- pretty steady. And yeah. this is despite the fact that we have now shifted from it's a clump of cells to it's a life, but it's a life worth sacrificing. Right, right. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very... You know, I think I first um, kind of saw this perspective. I just started with CareNet, and there was an article written uh, um, where the writer, it's the title of it, so what if abortion ends a life? Yeah. And her basic argument was it was kind of to the pro-choice community to say, listen, you know, we're kind of sound like flat earthers trying to say that this isn't a life, yeah. you know, um, at, at all. And you, you would think, well, celebration, you know, our apologetics is one, you know, so the day, so to, she she acknowledges that it's a life. But she ends the article, mm-hmm. uh, she ends the article saying, you know, so what if it, it's a life? And she basically says something to the effect that, you know, um, you know, I support a woman's uh, woman's right, so to speak. You know, I, I'll choose the the mother over the fetus every single time, mm-hmm. all the while acknowledging that the fetus is indeed a life, a life worth sacrificing. Right, right. Um, yeah. That's how she ends. Yeah. So yeah. instead of like her having the, the conclusion that this is a life and therefore it's a life worth protecting, which is kind of our narrative and yeah. what we talk about in our, you know, what we talk about in terms of, you know, our, our um, mission statement, so to right, speak, right. right? That, you worthy know, that, that right. life is worthy of protection. She says, no, no, it's a life, but it's a life worth sacrificing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you would think that that would change, win the day, but it, but it really, really doesn't because, yeah. you know, it still kind of goes back to this perspective of, of, of you know, that it, that my life is worth more than this life. And, and I think for me, the most troubling part about all that is like, you know, I used to kind of do this quite a bit when I first got that quote, I would, I would take the word uh, mother and fetus and I would exchange it with a different word. Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, if you just take the word mother and fetus out of that statement that I would, I would put the life of the 
slaveholder over the life of the slave, all the while acknowledging that the slave is indeed a life, a life worth sacrifice. And I would put the life of, you know, a, a little boy, like in China, like because they right. abort more girls than boys, a baby right. boy over a baby girl, all the while acknowledging uh, that the girl is indeed a life, a life worth sacrificing, yeah. the yeah. able-bodied versus the handicapped. You could just see where that is. Mm-hmm. And, and what you find out is that that worldview actually is the same worldview that is held by anyone who's done the most heinous crimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and atrocities. Like mm-hmm. a, a Nazi, I would put the life of a Nazi soldier over the life of a Jewish child, all the while acknowledging that the Jewish child is indeed a life, but a life worth sacrificing. That's the same worldview that Hitler had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's it, a dangerous place to go. It's down, a yeah. dangerous place. It's a dangerous yeah. place to go. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous place to go. But unfortunately, around this issue, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's what we do. Yeah. And in, in another kind of worldview slash perspective that we've seen emerge in a couple of different places the first being a letter uh that was written in cosmopolitan magazine yeah uh it was a letter to little thing that a a woman wrote who was about to have an abortion right and then also by a mother in the 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 pbs pbs frontline documentary uh is this idea that when you're having an abortion you're actually putting off motherhood of the child that you were aborting to a future date yes right so you're actually still going to be a mother to that child right but just not now yes right. and the child is going to thank you for this right and, and so here i just want to read and, and actually and, and we're not doing this in a sense to sort of make fun of this because it's no. actually really sad and you can and you can sort yeah. of and you can really kind of see the struggle in, in the woman's face as she's saying this because she says what i hope i feel is a sense of peace not only with myself and the decision that i've made but also a sense of peace with these two beings she was carrying twins that i've chosen not to bring into the world Thank you for choosing me, and I'm honored to be given this gift of life, and also I can't do it right now. So not only is she acknowledging that it's a life, but she's attributing volitional choice that, yes. these, that these children actually chose her. Yes. Um, so they not only have life, they have consciousness. Yes. Um, but again, these are these are lives that are worth sacrificing because she, you know, she said she can't do it right now. And the and the letter in Cosmopolitan magazine had a similar sent, sentiment. Yeah. I'm just not ready to be your mother right now. But, but in the I'll future, see you again. I'll see you again. Yeah, yeah. And so it was really a really a very sad it's, actually yeah, yeah. situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, it, it it really you know, Scripture talks about being double minded mm-hmm. and then becoming unstable in all your ways. Mm-hmm. And this is really a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you have a situation where you acknowledge that some that someone is a life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you say it's a life worth sacrificing, I mean that's mm-hmm. in conflict, and particularly that it's a vulnerable life. Right. It's not even a life that's more powerful than yours, yeah. but it's a life that's more vulnerable than yours. Right. And frankly, it's a life that's chosen you, so to speak, to care for it, mm-hmm. and you've decided to sacrifice it and say you become unstable, unstable in all your ways. And I think you know when I hear these kinds of stories, I'm just mm-hmm. kind of reminded of you know how we're supposed to model Christ's behavior. You know when he looked out over Jerusalem, you know, and he wept, mm-hmm. and, and why? Because he said you know there's sheep without a shepherd, mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what's going on here. You know they're they're sheep without out a shepherd mm-hmm. you know yeah. They're, yeah. they're they're being deceived yeah. uh by their by themselves and also by by a culture yeah. uh, that has that perspective mm-hmm. and we from our standpoint certainly as followers of christ mm-hmm. have to offer compassion hope and help yeah. And, yeah. and and be truth bearers and yeah. help them understand no no when there's a life mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um all life is precious mm-hmm. right yeah and that when you're more powerful yeah. That 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 what you're supposed to do, what really makes us human mm-hmm. is that when you're powerful, you protect the vulnerable. That's mm-hmm. actually what makes us human. Yeah, right. That that, that differentiates the difference that differentiates, right? Lions on the Serengeti. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right. Lions on the Serengeti 
they go after the vulnerable. They go after the vulnerable purposefully, yeah. purposefully, and let the powerful go free. Yeah. What makes us you? And when you say someone's quote an animal, mm-hmm. that's what you basically are saying that mm-hmm. they are acting in that way. In other words, they're attacking the vulnerable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As opposed to protecting the vulnerable. Yeah. What makes you human mm-hmm. is that you protect the vulnerable, yeah. and that's why you end up double minded because you know yeah. that you're behaving in a way which is outside of sort of human character. Mm-hmm. It's sort of an assault on your own humanity, and yeah. that's why it's so troubling. Yeah, and I, and I think a final sort of important observation to make about this documentary um it it was called the abortion divide is um you you know and and it was a documentary coming from a pro-choice perspective but Mm -hmm. even with that one of the big takeaways of it was that abortion is not an empowering act right that you know of all the of all the women that they you know showed in this documentary going through that none of them appeared to be or were empowered uh, by this decision and, you know, just based on the, the quote I read earlier from the, from the woman who was aborting her twins, you know, these are, these are people that are, they're looking, they're looking for answers. These aren't, yeah. these aren't people who have been empowered by this choice. Right. These are people that are, are that appear to be desperate, desperate. in a way yeah. for answers. And they're just, they're trying to rationalize what they've done and quote, and literally hoping that they have a positive outcome as a result of this thing that they've gone, done that I think they know intrinsically is was probably not a, a good thing. Yeah, yeah. No, and I think it, it reminded that quote by Frederica Matthews Green, who yeah. talks about abortion. She says a woman doesn't want an abortion like she wants an ice cream cone or a Ferrari or something. Yeah. She wants an abortion like an animal whose foot is trapped in, you know, in a, is caught in a trap, wants to gnaw its own foot off in order to set itself, itself free. Right. Yeah. You know, that yeah. kind of it's thing. It's a desperate move. It's yeah. a desperate move. And yeah. it's interesting even the, the, the title there because I know – in terms of how they titled the documentary, they were saying this is the divide between pro-life and pro-choice, mm-hmm. the abortion divide. But the reality is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> truth always comes through. Actually, mm-hmm. it's about the divide between a woman and her child, a woman in society. It's a it's a division yeah. within your it's a division within herself mm-hmm. uh, that 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 we're really talking about and how divided mm-hmm. she becomes. Mm-hmm. She loses a part of herself mm-hmm. when she, when she when she you know assists in you know taking the life of, of mm-hmm. a bone of her bone and flesh of her flesh in the same way that an animal trying to gnaw itself out of a trap mm-hmm. divides itself. Mm-hmm. Right. And just that animal's never going to, it may be living, mm-hmm. but it's never going to be the same. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing that happens with abortion. And when we've talked to, mm-hmm. to folks uh, related to this, yeah. we see that again and again and again and again. And that's why often there's so much regret mm-hmm. uh, uh, related to this. Initially, there's relief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Initially, this relief, I got rid of it, like just like an animal. You just, I'm free. Mm-hmm. But then over time, you know, relief starts to dissipate and regret starts to increase. And then there's that crossover point that we see so often yeah. where they have that re- relief, regret crossover where yeah. they're in crisis and we need to be there to offer compassion, hope, and help. Yeah, absolutely. And, so, I, and I think, you know, and that's what Karen's work is all about. And I think amen. You know, that's, that's a great place to, to end this. So thanks, Roland. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoyed this episode of CareCast. For more pro-abundant life commentary and practical resources, please visit care-net.org. There you can subscribe to the Abundant Life blog, giving you access to videos, ebooks, podcasts, and other resources to help turn your pro-life passion into pro-abundant life action. Until next time, we pray that God blesses you and yours daily.